Hi everyone, I hope that you are all doing well. So, uh, I wanted to share with you something which is not only about what's happening in the world right now, um, especially regarding anti-racist protests, but also the, the way this has transcended not only one space but around the world, and especially being from the UK, how that has also affected people here. So a lot of the conversations have obviously been great to see so many people come together and to protest against something that is wrong. Um, but also a lot of the conversations now are talking about how we can continue this and for it to not only be a trend that people do for a certain amount of time and then stop. Because, um, you know, the situation at the moment is at a pinpoint that's been something that's been happening for years. So um, I think a lot of conversations are now talking about how this can be continued, how... Um, we as humans can be great allies uh, to other people of colour and to other communities. And so with this information, I wanted to share with you an article that was written by a collective from the UK called Galdem. And basically they are an online publication that is committed to sharing perspectives from women and non-binary people of colour. So for those who are unfamiliar with the term non-binary, it's for people who, ident who do not sorry, identify um, in relation to binary uh, gender structures, some man or woman, but they are non-binary. So they just decide they don't want to be put into a certain label. So for me, Galdem is a great um, collective and online platform because they are speaking of perspectives that are and can be easily dismissed and overlooked. And I also just wanted to share with you this article in particular because it was written by an individual called Leah Cohen. And in this article, it talks about specifically decades in the UK um, and other anti-racist anti organisations but also to talk about how this certain situation that we're in um, has been something that sparked a lot of conversation but also like I said at the beginning to really encourage people to continue and to to also realize that it's going to be a long and challenging journey um but it's it's important that we continue and we don't just you know stop at liking a picture or sharing a post it's about how we can keep this conversation going how can we like i said be better allies for other communities how we can continue using our privilege in different ways and I think it's important to you know point out that we all have privilege in different ways and we benefit from different structures so it's how you can utilize your privilege in ways that are useful and that can help us 
as one community. So, in relation to this um, article that I want to share, I am going to read a small section um, because it is quite a long article. But I just wanted to share with you actually the last section of this article because it talks about the reality that, of, of course, Black Lives Matter as an organisation um, is quite young in its establishment, but also talking about different ways in which this is still growing and how we can continue supporting black communities within our own countries and also understanding that there are other groups, other BAME, uh, which stands for Black Asian Minority Ethnic Groups, um, that also need supporting. So it's just talking really about, um, especially in the UK, how we need to basically continue. And I think it's a great um, section that I want to share with you because I think it's something that you could think about for yourself and how this also applies to your own settings, your own context. Um, and where you live. So, the last uh, paragraph starts with, we still can't breathe. Black Lives Matter is a decentralized network of anti-racist organizing founded in the US in 2013 by three black women, Patrice Cullors, Alicia Garza, and Opal Tometi. Black Lives Matter was formed in response to the acquittal of George Zimmerman, who shot Trayvon Martin in 2012. Street protests erupted the following year after the shootings of Michael Brown in Ferguson and Eric Garner in New York, and Black Lives Matter demonstrations continued in support of black people killed by police. The UK chapter of Black Lives Matter, in the brackets, BLM UK, emerged in 2016 and called attention to racism in the UK by blocking a motorway near Heathrow Airport on the fifth anniversary of the murder of Mark Duggan. The action drew attention to deaths in custody such as Z. Mohammed, Zara Reed and Jermaine Baker, as well as making links between racist immigration policy and high numbers of people dying in the Mediterranean Sea as the migrant crisis intensified, as well as the rise in hate crimes after the EU referendum vote a few months prior. The following year, BLM UK protested at City Airport due to the racism of climate change. Britain is the biggest contributor to global temperature change while the vast majority of countries vulnerable to climate change are in sub-Saharan Africa. BLM UK made important connections between Britain's colonial history and its capitalist present, in which profits are prioritised over black lives.
This long and meandering history teaches us important lessons. For one, Black Lives Matter is still growing and evolving, as all movements do. In Patrice's 2018 memoir, she confronts the movement's failure early in the struggle to centre perspectives and contributions of transgender women of colour and she grapples with the dangers of burnout culture. We can also see the vital importance of movements linking in with each other and not working in silos. It is vital that the environment, movement, workers' struggles and trade unionism, migrants' rights movements, queer and trans justice movements, disability justice movements, feminist movements and anti-racist organising and more all engage in meaningful dialogue and solidarity work with each other. We will mess up along the way, but we can come ready to listen, learn and heal together. We must adopt an ever-moving practice of reflecting and recognising whose voices are being heard and how different tactics include and exclude. History is cyclical. We must prepare ourselves for the moment. It might be next week or next month when white people begin to lose interest again in anti-racism. We will continue to fight because we have been fighting and there is no other way. The organisers who come before us have led the way. They were not perfect and neither are we. We do not have the desire to opt out of blackness or the privilege to switch off the news and take a break from oppression. The most important lesson is that without radical care for each other and our communities, we will burn out. This week, the struggle might look like nourishing ourselves through food, friends, books, walks, soft fabrics and feeling the breeze on our face through an open window. By treating ourselves like we would treat a cherished friend or lover, we can fuel the gentle fires for the next chapter in the histories we are writing together. So in conclusion to this article, I just wanted to send you a message, um, just uh, some words of encouragement to really think about this idea of burnout culture, which basically means at the moment everything is very live, very active and a lot of people are acting and reacting. And this is great to see, like I said at the beginning, it's great to see so many different groups of people come together and activate and to support one another. But we must not forget that this is just not something, you know, that can be done and then that's it. 
So, like what was said in the article, you know, people of colour in general do not have the privilege to switch off um, this, you know, this idea that we can switch off when we want to and switch on when we want because actually it's not up to us and unfortunately a lot of BAME, so black Asian minority ethnic groups, are under the attack of systems that are built to oppress. So in in relation to this I would definitely recommend everyone to understand that privilege can be used in the best way possible to support your fellow friends and this is something that you can also look at and look into in your own communities are there any you know organizations that you can help if that's volunteering or other things you know are, is there anything you can do with your friends to make something to bring awareness and to continue the conversation because this is something that like I said, has been happening for a long time and we need to, everyone needs to be be better allies for each other because we are humans, we are occupying the earth together so please I encourage everyone to support people, check in on your friends and just to see if they're okay and just to to really understand and continue educating others and yourself on the situation and how it affects everyone and so with that I hope you guys are all well and please keep safe and I hope that we can continue supporting each other. Thank you.